Do you want to make a sequel? And this time let's make it gay. I think some recording is overdue. I have so much I want to say. Just wait, Bill Nye. <laughs> do you want to do a podcast? We can just talk about the trailers. It doesn't have to be them all. Do you want to do a podcast? Okay. Hi. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Too Many Trailers. I'm Kelsey, of the dulcet tones of Kelsey, I should say. You should, because I hope you all enjoyed our lovely opening song. <laughs> Which we took 20 minutes to make. Right? That's impressive. It was impressive. And the other voice, the other dulcet tones you are listening to, is our other co-host, intrepid host, Marianne. <laughs> kind of important to distinguish the two voices. So Yeah. yeah. Hopefully you can distinguish us by now. Usually I mean, you can distinguish from what we're saying. I mean, true. One is more Connecticut and white than the other, which is mine. Um, One person is always talking about either gay shit <laughs> or Bill Nye. So, and that's me. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so, uh, so now we can And <laughs> if, some, if they make, like, a really intelligent statement, it's probably Kelsey. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with her. <laughs> if it's, like, a Not really, like, well, well-educated rec- about film, I took was one Kelsey. semester, but okay. I took one, one film class. <laughs> I'm so educated about I like about that film. we both took one film class. <laughs> And now we're like, we should do a podcast where we talk about Isn't films. Isn't that what all white millennials do, though? Okay, boomer. <laughs> um, this is going to be a this crazy is gonna episode. This be a hell of an episode because... It's, I just have so much... In, I just keep back like from working a, out. It's so. like a Disney thing, which oh is like God, yeah. all about me. And then yeah. it's like, we're going to take a sharp turn to murder Chris Evans. Mysteries. And then you're going to be like, hello, my hello. name's Kelsey. <laughs> hello, my name's Kelsey. <laughs> hello, hello, I'm, I'm Oprah. <laughs> Um, I, I have this uh, note here and I call it the family fun episode because I feel like these are things that people will bring their families to to have some family fun. Who doesn't love a whodunit? <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> because maybe it's me. So we have two trailers for you today. Um, so the first one that we'll be talking about is Frozen 2. And then we'll also be talking about Knives Out. Kelsey and I are like equally excited about them, but just about <laughs> the different, different reasons. reasons and different ones. It's going to be a great episode, it's, everybody. Oh, gosh. All right. So let's uh, jump right into the behind the trailer fact for Frozen 2. All right, Kelsey. So the director uh, for Frozen 2, um, I really wish they had like a tagline to it rather than just I like know, just Frozen, Frozen 2. 2. I was thinking that also. I was like, I really want there to be something else behind it. Like Frozen 2, the mystical of the other cities in Arendelle. <laughs> the enchanted forest we didn't tell you about in the first one. <laughs> the token black person. <laughs> the sequel that we didn't really need to make. <laughs> Ooh, I have thoughts about that. All right, so we have Frozen 2. The director is Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee. Um, both of them were directors on Frozen, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Buck also directed um, Tarzan. Wait, which one? The one the with Brendan o- Fraser? The animated one. Oh. Not the one I like. <laughs> oh, but that's the one I like. Oh, this wait. Is why I'm, we're different I'm, so, I'm thinking of George of the Jungle. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, I love George oh, of the Jungle. It's movie. on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I cannot wait to increase capitalism and get into Disney Plus and get that yearly long subscription. I'm so excited. My sister texted me the other day with all of the things on Disney Plus They're that so I would enjoy. And she was like, oh, remember when you watched this movie every day when you were six? Oh, remember when you watched this movie every day when you were like eight? Oh, remember when you... I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, um, yeah. All right. And then uh, for the writer. So there's quite a few people. Um, so I split it up into story and screenplay. A couple people, I'm just trying to get organized here. Um, a couple people kind of repeat, um, like Jennifer Lee in story. And, and Chris Buck. And Chris Buck. Um, we also have Kristen Anderson Lopez, uh, Robert Lopez, so, and Mark Smith. So the, and the Lopez's um, did the music for the first one. Yeah. And now they're writers on it, oh, which is wow. really great. That's really awesome. And they won 
um, and Oscar, Oscar for they, their for their music. They almost egot it. They got any Grammy and an Oscar, Oscar for I believe the Frozen yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, so good. And they're a husband and wife pair, mm -hmm. and they do amazing work. And then for the screenplay, uh, Jennifer Lee and Allison Schroeder also helps with the screenplay, but Jennifer Lee, she's the main um, person yes. who did the screenplay for Frozen 2. Yes. So she also was a writer on the first Frozen. Nice. And also wrote Zootopia oh, and was a writer on A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, nice. All right. The okay. The, the new newer, the new one. By Ava DuVernay? Ava DuVernay, yeah. DuVernay, yeah. All right. So the, the composer. composer is, I didn't even write what he's is done. This is bro. It's one of our main bros. Okay. It's Christoph Beck. Oh. It's not Alan. It's not I our was, main bitch, Alan. <laughs> I got really excited. I'm so be really sorry. Alan's Who's our other person? Who is it? it Christoph it's, Beck? It's, um, no, I don't think Christoph Beck. <clears throat> we talked about him. Because we talk about how he did Buffy. Ah. You're yes. welcome. <laughs> um, no, it's Alan Silvestri. Randy Newman <laughs> was one of them. Yes. Our good bro. Um, yeah, we have a good bro and we have a, a our main, main bitch, bitch. Alan Silvestri. Hans Zimmer, I think, is one of them, oh, too. Oh, Hans and Danny Zimmer. Elfman. Dan have we even done anything by One Danny or two, Elfman. I think, Danny Elfman has uh, been on the pod. All right, so we can find But Christoph Beck is amazing, mm -hmm. and he's done so very much, including Ant-Man and Ant-Man and Wasp. Oh, all right. Um, he did the music on Buffy. <laughs> Sparkle eyes. <laughs> um, he's he did bring it on. He's done like everything, All every right. type of movie, and everything he does is amazing. And I'm so happy he's here to do Frozen Two. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on to the cast, Kelsey. Tell us about it. All right. So we have Kristen <clears throat> Bell, Jonathan Groff, Evan, Rachel Wood. Hands up. Rachel <laughs> was like, "All oh, right, here we know go. This is gonna happen." <laughs> yes. Evan um, Rachel Wood's enough. Evan Rachel Wood is bisexual. Yay! Yay! We stand and our bi people. We do. I like that you're like our bi friends. I guess she's not our friend. Um, people. People. <laughs> um, but she's a great um, bisexual advocate. For she's a big that because yeah. she was married to a man um, and is since divorced, but. She'll talk about a lot like it doesn't matter if you marry a person of like the opposite gender and right. you're still bisexual, it doesn't right. take away any part of your identity, which is like wonderful because bisexual erasure is a huge issue. issue. And by people who are very biphobic uh, tend to be like, yeah. oh, if you're marrying like person of the opposite gender, now you're, you're automatically not bi anymore. Right. So, which makes no sense. Um, anyway, moving on. Moving right along. Uh, we have Jason Ritter, uh, Adele Dazim, I'm sorry, Indina Menzel. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that, but I still was like, Kelsey, you said her name. <laughs> Sterling K. Brown, um, you'll know him from uh, This Is Us, um, and many and other things. Black Panther. And Black Panther, of course. Um, Alan Tudyk, uh, amazing. I mean, most notably known from uh, Dodgeball as Pirate Pirate Steve. <laughs> but he's a huge Disney voice actor. He was Iago. I didn't think that that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> But that was funny. Um, he was Iago in uh, the newest Aladdin movie. He was uh, very much a. Uh, he was in Zootopia as he was in Last Frozen. I think he was in Wreck It Ralph as uh, King Candy. Oh my gosh, that's so funny well. because Jennifer. Oh no, Chris Buck. Um, oh no, no, Chris Jennifer Lee. I was right. Yeah. Also was a writer for Wreck It Ralph. That's really funny. He's a huge like um, Disney guy. Disney, but also voice actor. He's yeah. a huge voice actor. Speaking of voice actors, I forgot to make my one of my Bill Nye connections, but we can play the we'll theme play music the theme for the next after. one. Um, in Knives Out. Uh, yeah, there's a connection for him in both. Oh my god, we'll do it in I Knives Out prepare. so I can have everything ready. Yeah. Um. We have uh, Josh Gad, Rachel Matthew, Jeremy Sisto, uh, Sviran Hins, Martha Plimpton, Santino Fontana, Matteo Conforti, and Hattie Ganaway. And Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina? This. Yeah. He's like at the end of the credits. Mm, that's why, because I, like, I was just like, there's so I was just scrolling down and I was like, Alfred, Alfred Molina? Molina added to my list and circled. Sorry about that, sir. 
You want to jump right into the uh, trailer Let's pack? Let's jump right in. Okay. And can I tell you my, f maybe one of my absolute favorite things about this trailer? There is no, no introduction. <laughs> introduction mini trailer ad thing crap. Uh, I was so... It just went right into it, and I was like, Disney, you know how to do your shit. You don't know how to name your trailers on YouTube, but you know how to make them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Somebody in your editing department is great. Whoever is doing your social media on YouTube is terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Fire them. Just kidding. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't though. do that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know what it also... It took until I watched the Knives Out trailer and got pissed off at their mini trailer <laughs> oh thing God, yeah. to realize to realize how lucky how we are. Lucky, <laughs> yes. To to realize how lucky we are to occasionally every once to in get a fucking two months get a fucking trailer that doesn't have a fucking intro. Oh God. Okay, that's been my rant about intros. Um. So. <laughs> Your weekly, your bi-weekly dose of, uh, of, of rage. intro, intro rant. <laughs> yep. All right. This beginning of the trailer is so weird. Okay. So it starts off with like family. <laughs> this goes, is a family and film. It doubles down and goes family. <laughs> it is so like, oh my God, we get it. But also, like, but like, I get you're it talking too. about magical things with your daughter who has magical powers that you're going to heavily suppress. Oh, yeah. In like, we should make two days. Oh, I was like, days. what are you doing? I was like, in two days, you're, you've literally, you are the reason that they were probably so oh, excited yeah. to play with Elsa's magical fucking yeah. powers. And then you repressed her. In two days, they want to like, do you want to make a snowman? That shouldn't happen. And then she, and then, and then Elsa she gets fell. Hit, she gets then. like, and then she breaks her arm, has to go to the emergency room, gets a sling or whatever the fuck. And then like gets hit with, gets hit with ice, goes to the trolls, and yeah. then gets her memory wiped. Yeah, she gets so fucked up because of that one little oh, thing. I know. Um, it, pretty much her parents are to blame. That's the conclusion that I came to at the beginning family. of this trailer. All right. Family. family issues. This has more family than like the Fast and the Furious like double downs on it more. Oh. I feel like than Fast and the Furious. Um, so they're like talking about this like little city in Arendelle or like a the, magical a woods. magical woods magical forest that like will probably enchanted forest that is probably behind the castle, the castle like directly behind like, like literally like you just go outside the castle like, and be like they're there you know how Anna and. Um, Kristoff had to go to the North Mountain to get Elsa in the yeah. first one. Like, it's probably before the North Mountain. It's probably like two clicks, two kilometers like back. From two like clicks back. <laughs> yep, it's probably about two clicks two back. back. You know, you know, woods talk. Um, and like, We're like, very outdoorsy here at Too Many Trailers. You can tell two clicks back. You're like, let me just try out this new phrase. I'm, I know. I'm like, I'm workshopping it. <laughs> let me just, let me just put it into natural speech. So they're talking about all these like magical mischief like that went on, and how like essentially it became like the Wizard of Oz, and how they like became this like dome that like no one can get in or out, or it's like it becomes this like self-sustaining like like Wakanda, area. like Wakanda. But the Wakanda you can like get in and out of though. But you can you can also get in and out of Oz. You just have to land there by tornado. <laughs> Wakanda has like much more advanced technology that you. Oh, can, I know. Like, than the enchanted forest. Than the enchanted yes. forest. But, but it's same general concept. There's a force field around it. <laughs> Only if, is, only if you have magical powers and you is, enter it. This is, that is why the aliens this is that how, were in Thanos' army couldn't get into Wakanda. It's why only Elsa can get into Is that why Sterling K. Brown is in the magical forest? <laughs> is this Wakanda he that we're going into? Wakanda. He started a new one. He didn't die. He just transferred into Arendelle. <laughs> Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, of all places I thought that we could possibly go with this, I did not think it was going to be you know Sterling K. Brown <laughs> building a new Wakanda in Arendelle. <laughs> also, when they finish telling the story to her, I think it's Aunt Anna, like she says, that was epic! And I'm like, yeah. whoa, Gen Z coming through. I know. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that was a little. That like really took me out of the trailer. Like a I was bit. like, oh, like, it was wow. a lot. 
Like, it made me think that Anna was watching, like, YouTube. And she was I just know. like, I was like, you're a princess that you're... lives in a castle in fucking Arendelle. Say you like something say like, like epic. that was magical or mystical. Like say something like, don't be like, that was epic. <laughs> yeah, don't make it sound like you're an eight-year-old that watches YouTube for 12, 12 hours, hours a day. day. That might be me, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same. Same. <laughs> um, so then like shit happens. I don't even know what happens. Can you yes. like, kind of explain to me what goes on right before the rock gnome person goes, the kingdom is not safe. Like no shit, buddy. Like the rock king? Like it's He's like the a little troll. troll. Sorry. It's I thought okay. he was the king troll one. rock. Rock rock mm. troll king person thing. Rock. <laughs> thing person rock, rock might be the name of our thing person. <laughs> <laughs> the King Rock, King Rock thing, person, troll, rock, person, person. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, because it seems like a lot. Am I like? Am yep. I just? There's okay. a lot There's of like, like four different information plots. that happens right at the beginning, and then the rest of it's just like blah la 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 la. Sterling came Brown, there you are. What? <laughs> um, yeah. There's just, there's oh, there's a lot going. There's on a lot going trailer. on, and I'm glad I'm not the only one seeing it because yeah. I thought I was like okay like I could just I be couldn't like, follow it I couldn't follow it either uh, my my notes are not about the plot no I mean except for like there are some parts but I'm like and mostly it's mostly about other stuff yeah which I'll like my next note is make her gay just do just it do you it. cowards <laughs> she wears a jumpsuit like it's so easy she's um, repressed yeah, she, she really in all fits I mean you're not wrong it's literally a perfect coming out <laughs> Disney film um it it just it like okay it seems like the trailer makes it seem like a decent enough film yeah but why do we need it i don't know because the first one was really good we don't need a sequel i don't think we need a sequel the first one like i enjoyed it yeah such a good film it was a very solid film b at best like i get it it was well done. It was well constructed. Great job, Disney. Me watching it with the kids I babysat really brought the grade down a bit just because I just kept hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. Yes, I Which know. I the, the, over, the, the, like, extreme, like... The fandom. The, the fandom the, of little children kid, yeah. that would... Love that that loved, loved let it go and were like lost their or nuggets. Which I get like over Olaf, all of it. Yeah, is, like they lost their shit. Unreal, unreal. And like, so how long ago was Frozen? Two thousand thirteen. Jesus Christ. Okay, so six years. So let's say like a kid is We've been six years frozen free. <sighs> Thank God. Um. So so if so the kid was so four, four, then then they're seven now. No, that is ten. Like, that's not how math works. That's not how math works. So if they were, let's say if they were, four, yeah, if they were they're four, four then, and then now they're, they're ten. ten. Still of a good age. Still of a good age, but but still, if you were eight, then you are now fourteen. So now you're like, I'm gonna see this because of the nostalgia. Wow, fourteen-year-olds do things for nostalgia. I bet they do now because yeah. it's so like because of all the heavy. Disney and the Disney remakes and the Disney remakes and everything. And I feel like because Frozen Two is actually a little bit more quote unquote advanced. Oh, yeah. I feel the like plot, I feel like, I feel like this is a lot more like advanced. So I feel like it's not going to be as like I'm a snowman. Look at me. It's going to be like I'm a snowman. Holy fuck! What the hell is also doing? Type of thing. Yeah. So I feel like more kids are going to be. Same because they're like, oh, I saw Frozen as a kid. Let me see this. So now I can follow this movie a little bit more type of thing. So I feel like that's the vibe I'm getting because of the fact that it's not so much like it's a Disney film. It's like, yeah. it's like, oh, like I'm reading this into this more. Right. And I mean, the first Frozen for being like, for being a Disney like kids film has a lot. I mean, there's only, there's, it's, like, you know what I mean? You like, have in to dig deeper some, a little bit. To some, like, other ones right. and things like that. Like, there's, like, abandonment, there's, there's PTSD, like, there's, like, and I think attachment the, issues yeah. that you're, like, looking at, too. And, and like, like, abuse. And, like, repression and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. like, family trauma. Yeah. Um, and I think this one is going to, like, do that, it's gonna all that. It's going to double but, like, down. More, yeah. 
Yeah. Doubling down on family, doubling down on trauma. Especially because of the fact that they actually gave voices to the mother and father again. And like, mm. not so much being like, oh, mm. we're going. It's more right. like, oh, we're actually having a personality behind us. Right. And I think that it's just like, so you go from in the first film, Elsa and her powers being repressed to then being able to embrace it. And then the beginning of this being that, that embracing moment to like, trying out her powers and then they were like and then halfway through they're like don't let her get too like addicted to her powers and right. i was like i threw the pen down i was like we do not need to turn her into a bad guy no, potentially yeah. again like you they I tried think to they're the turning her film. into a more morally gray person i think which honestly is, which is oh my god like, oh, i'm it. just like don't turn another gay character bad right um but I was like, not another gay witch getting addicted to magic. Like, like we, right. we did that with Buffy in 2002. Like, I, I don't need to see it. <laughs> I don't again. need this again. But I think that, um, and especially because it's like, oh, we have the actually bad witch, then we have Elsa, and then we have like Anna, who who has powers. I don't Anna know. has no powers. Then it's just like Anna, who is. It's like the Kinsey she scale. It's helps. like she's she's nothing. She's a zero on the Kinsey scale. I mean the witch scale. And then we have Elsa, kind of in the middle. And then we have the witch that's actually like destroying like thing. Like the who has like the most witch powers because she created this Wakanda like dome over this strange nomad like city. I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. When I like was watching the trailer, I felt so disconnected to it and so not excited. Like I should have been. I feel like I feel like I put expectations for myself, and those were not met. I think when I was watching it, I was like, "I'm so excited because it's Frozen," and I was like, "Hello, everybody that I know," and I was like so excited to see the characters. Right. But I was like the wasn't really getting me at all no but I was just like well I was excited like I want to see like Elsa like really be able to use her powers in a more right like, like, like in a big way. way right um like she wasn't able to really in the first one until like halfway through the film right I feel um, like in a teaser though we got like a kind of like oh she can like freeze trying, water and she's trying to like get a grasp on them right. better and kind of like, like really understand what and her it's powers almost are. like an origin story of like building your powers yeah. of like a fucking comic book yeah. superhero film and that's what I really well liked. that's what's popular I mean, right like, and that's what I like about it like I want to see her like do those kinds of aspects of it right I I don't know how much of the rest I want to watch but I do know like because it's by the same writers and things I, it's yeah. gonna have the same kind of humor that i actually that i really loved like, about Olaf frozen it's like, gonna be great Sven, it's gonna be great and everything Sven's Sven's the reindeer yeah oh good okay sorry well i thought aware. you it was kristoff i was like but and like i just really liked like kristoff's humor and like anna's humor with kristoff like it just worked really like, well like kind of like the the they're the back and bumping forth. off yeah um was really good also as i was watching Kristen Bell's a really good voice actor. She's a phenomenal voice actress because she really can understand to inflect emotion through a, a mic yeah. without like knowing what's really going. A mic as I woefully stroke mine. I don't know. That was weird. It's okay. We're gonna cut that right Thank now. You it's totally fine. Very much. Um, um, she really understands how to work a mic. I agree. Yeah, and I feel like she understands her character. I mean, she's done yeah. it. She's been on it for a long time. Oh yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, Adina Menzel is also wonderful and no, like there's wonderful yeah. things, especially yeah. dirt in song. But like it's like, but that's really Dina. can like, right. and that's totally from. The but background. I think I what I understand from what I'm gathering from what you're saying is that even though Adina Menzel is Ina Mandel as Elsa, it's not so much like just Anna coming through, you know, through the character voice. Yeah, no, and it, there was just one point in it where I was like, Anna said something to Elsa, and I was like. Damn, Kristen Bell, that was good. Like that, the, like the just the like the way she inflected yeah. and stuff. I was like, that was that was really good. Um, do you think I liked the subtle? Do you want to build a snowman theme? Yeah. But it like, was kind like, of like in the background. In the background, it was a little bit more solid and like a little bit like, oh, this is more serious than this first one. Right, and it wasn't like it wasn't too on the nose. Right. It wasn't let it go. It was like a callback. It, it was a nice little callback, yeah. essentially. Yes. Um. Do you think that if they had the money and time, do you think this would have been a TV show on Disney Plus? Depending on like how much like plot is going on, mm -hmm. no. It's really hard to get people 
like Kristen Bell and Adina Menzel and people like that to do a long-standing show. Like sometimes. a six episode. Oh, as a, show. Oh, like a limited oh, series. Oh, it's like a limited say. series? Not so much like a 24 episode like cartoon show. For right, kids. because the thing is I that, would like, say like more like a limited series like to drag it out to like really flush out the characters. Because kids aren't doing like limited series. Well, this are is not. for like 14 year olds. So. I know, but that's no, not that's where they're trying. They're trying to get whoever they can, but Back like their the main kids. thing they're trying to do is kids because kids, kids buy a shit ton of merchandise. That's and they're still buying Frozen 1 merchandise, That's so this true. is really just building Oh it. yeah, the, I was uh, in Party City during Halloween, they already had their Frozen section out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I don't think so because that's not, like, kids TV series are hard to make profitable Regardless. unless you're gonna make a bajillion episodes like fucking Paw Patrol there's 8,000 episodes of Paw Patrol so yeah. because they can it's crank cheap, them out really it's easy cheap labor it's cheap. and and like yeah. you've got little kids doing the voices yeah that's true it's, it's really child easy <laughs> it's Look, child, child labor, labor. <laughs> welcome to Disney <laughs> um, <laughs> not Disney um, it is Nick you're correct mm-hmm. um, but any but like stuff so, like that it's yeah. like so it'd be, I think it would be hard to do a limited series because kids would blow through it and they'd be like, that's the end. Yeah. Be like, like whereas, a movie, whereas a movie they'll like just watch a hundred times that's over, true. but it's hard to like get them to watch like longer episodes over mm-hmm. and over, I would feel like. No, no. Cool. Okay. You got any other notes? No, that was the end of mine. I have some more notes. Oh my God. <laughs> this is a first. What are um, your notes? I'm glad that they made, especially Anna, look a little older. Like yes. that, that there was really like like some there was time. a time difference. Like, like a normal person, they would be like, "Oh, it's the next day." Because you know, well, normally with sequels, they don't always do a great That's job true. in animated, especially sequels animated, yeah, of making them really look distinctly they, like, older. Kristoff like looks thicker. He looks like more broad. Okay, more Anna bigger. looks like Anna and her face. They like made, they like made her a like a little bit older. more like, adult. Oh, wow, you know, they great. actually like made them into adults, adults. rather than like that like place of adult, like the young adult as one would say. The youths, the youths. Um, also, um, just as a like final note, I think. Oh no, no, no! Two things. Um, one was like, holy crap, Disney, you know, for whatever it does, um, makes a beautiful movie. Oh, God, it looks so... The colors. Yeah. The blue and purples in there are just like... Speaking this, of by visibility. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is so my color palette. I think that's also why I really enjoyed <laughs> yeah. it. Like, the, I really loved Frozen because it was like right. totally in like the color scheme that I like. Right. Like the, it was like, also, I mean, granted, it cool could be the ace flag as I'm looking at it. God, it's so it. The purple, white, blacks, and grays. Yeah. But there is a blue in it, so I do have and to say pink. it. And pink. So it is That's definitely like the vibe. It's the end of the trans flag. It's just a fucking... It's gay. That's it's what we really it. gay. Just given Disney. It's... <laughs> um, speaking of gay. Yes. Um, our favorite canon gay character in this film is back. The the tall Oaken from Oaken's Trading Post. That's what I thought. That yeah, yeah. Family. The with his family and his husband and his little family in the little spa. Yes, yes, yes. Took me a while to figure. Um, when I saw him, I was like, "You're back. Where's your family? <laughs> Where's your husband? <laughs> I need to see your husband, and I need to see you guys like now. Look like your husband and husband. Yeah. Not pull a J.K. Rowling. We're gonna waltz <laughs> right on past that. Um, okay, so yeah, but in like, but like you were saying, like I'm not 100 percent sure we needed this, but like I'm not that mad about right, it being right. here. I'm I'm not like 100 percent for it, but I'm also like I mean I'll go see it. Will you be seeing this on Disney Plus, VOD, Netflix? I don't know. It's gonna be on Disney Plus. It won't be on Netflix. Theaters. Theaters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for answering that. You're welcome. Uh, Disney Plus for me, I feel like. All right. So, uh, great discussion. I think, um, so we're going to let you take a quick break. And then we're going to come back and talk about... She can... Knives out. <laughs> that was more than I hoped for. That was wonderful. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And welcome back to Two Minute Trailers. Uh, now we're going to talk about Shink Shink Knives Out by Wow, Kelsey Green is just like Johnson. held up her knives 
Fake. on knives and then on ouch, he pushed them towards me. That was a little. There is no knives. My hands are empty. <laughs> Trust That's me. good. Yes. We don't like weapons in my household. Let's discuss the behind the trailer facts for Knives Out. So the director and writer is uh, Rian Johnson, who uh, also directed uh, one of the Star Wars sequel he, trilogies, the second he, one. Um, he wrote and directed, or wrote on and directed Star Wars The Last Jedi. He also wrote and directed oh. Looper and Brick, which I've never oh, heard of. Oh, Looper is a very good Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis film. Very well thought out on uh, time travel. Brick is also another Joseph Gordon-Levitt film. I uh, haven't seen it, but I know it's made in like the year 2000. I really wish there was a camera sometimes because I was like, never heard of these, blah, 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 starting to move on along. Kelsey was like, wait, I know both of these films very well. Let me tell you about them. And I was like, what? Looper um, is a really good movie because of the uh, special effects they did to make Joseph Gordon-Levitt look like Bruce Willis, like a younger version of Bruce Willis. Wow. It was kind of frightening, but it's good. It's okay. a good movie. Um, the composer is Nathan Johnson. He worked with Ryan Johnson. Are they on, brothers? Oh my god, I didn't even look that up. Um, but he worked with him on Brick and Looper, and right now, in real time, I'm going to look up for you. Ooh. Cousins! They're cousins! Uh, oh, that's so cousins. sweet! Oh, that's so nice! Because it was like in 2005, Johnson composed the score to the neo-noir film Brick, oh, which was written cute. and directed by his cousin, Ryan Johnson. Oh! That's so sweet! And now we know Brick was made in the year 2005. Who would have known? Who would have known? Nope. Kelsey, Maybe the only person. Known. <laughs> um, all right. So let's uh, work on the cast. All right. So the first uh, person is Ana de Armas. We have uh, Captain America himself, Chris Evans. Uh, I think you mean Steve Rogers himself. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Rogers, Steve formerly known, known as, as Captain, Captain America. America, formerly known as Chris Evans. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I should say no, I, Steve Rogers. I know, you're but it's gonna bother right. me. I know. Sam Wilson is a deserving Captain America. <laughs> okay. Um, we have Jamie Lee Curtis, and we have uh, Tony Collette. Up, oh, hands up, hands up. This is our Bill Nye uh, connection. Bill the actor guy. connection of this episode is Tony Collette was in a film called Jesus Henry Christ. <laughs> Jesus Henry Christ. <laughs> yes, I know. It's so funny. Um, which A, like sounds hysterical and maybe I should watch it. Um, with Michael Sheen. Okay. So that's one hop away. And then Michael Sheen played Lucian in all the Underworld movies, which was like so much on screen time between Michael Sheen and Bill Nye because Bill Nye is another main character in the entire Underworld series. He's actually isn't he like the one of the main? Like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like a main character, like top three credited. Wow, it's fabulous, amazing. That's where I first. What Billy Will <laughs> Bill Nye was back in middle school watching Underworld. My word, amazing. Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's our Bill Nye connection for the week. Great. So we have uh, now Daniel Craig. Um, Y'all might know him from uh, a little film, a little film James Bond series. James Bond. Um, in a Southern accent, which is just something else. It's it's something. It's something. We'll get to we'll get to it. We have Don Johnson, Catherine Langford, Lakeith Stanfield. You'll know him from. Um, many of them, but we talked about uh, one of our first episodes about... Uh, Sorry to bother you. Yes, which I did see, and that was certainly a movie. I'm certainly glad I didn't see that movie. It was good up until a point. Um, yeah. We have Michael Shannon, um, very well-known actor. Ed, uh, Edie Patterson. Christopher Plummer is in this movie. Who um, can be... Wait, wait, I have another rainbow connection. <laughs> okay. Christopher Plummer was in a film called Beginners. Oh, that's such a good movie. Um, where he um, played an old gay man. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, very, it's a very nice movie. 
And that's our second Rainbow Connection. Wow, two in one episode. We're really we're crushing it. Really crushing it. Um, we have Jaden Martell and Ricky Lindholm. She is a wonderful comedic actress and a very, very prolific actress as she well. Is. She's been in Under the Silver Lake. She was in um, uh, uh, Million Dollar Baby. Um, smaller roles, but still significant enough to really. Really, have, like a yeah, built up, very like credit list. Huge credit list. It's amazing. She's also very funny. Yes. Um, all right. So that's the end of the cast. Jump right in. Let's jump right in. Let's just uh, get into our discussion. Let's get into that goddamn intro, <laughs> which was like ten seconds long. First and of all, and was so stupid. Like I get what they're doing. I hate it. I get they're trying to do like Clue or like, but also like what? But why? We're already see these characters again in the trailer. Right. There's no reason to be like, look at all these people. Oh my god. Let me just show you a quick snap of everybody. Exactly. No. I mean, I'll gladly see more pictures of, of Chris, Chris Evans. Gladly. Whatever you want to show me of him. What, Kelsey, I have a question for you. Yes. How would you feel if the intro thing, remember how in some of the films it's been like, and this is going to be the trailer for this film, and it's like one of the actors for the film. I would, would be you on feel, the floor. Would I you, would be on, I already know where you're going to Would talk. you feel like fine about this intro if it was Chris Evans saying, and here, come check out the trailer for Knives Out. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I really, like, it was just because of the fact that it was, like, character, character. I'm like, I'm already going to see these characters again. I know. In this trailer, there's no reason for this to happen again. Like, I get what you're doing. and Like, I understand, like, what suspension, what type of, like, homages you are doing. Mm-hmm. But, but it doesn't it's mean unnecessary. you to do this. Exactly. Um, I really liked... That there was that really like cold like flat opening yes and then there was that thing of humor being like what like what's going on yeah um she turns around and says like was that an was that a no to this part of the question or this part of the oh question? yeah <laughs> and then it like i was like oh because then it like changes the attitude it changes of the, trailer. the tone of the, the the in the entire thing yeah because like you have like the knife circle uh which is extremely ominous and obviously also, why are there literal knives? White Why people. is there a literal White knife thing? Like, people. unless you're going to be, like, super self-aware and be like, this is built after the Game of Thrones. Right. <laughs> like, thing. This is the Game of Thor- Thrones uh, uh, throne. But it was just, it was, like, completely, like, okay, like, knives out. We get that's probably part of the... You didn't need to have literal knives. No. I mean, maybe they did. Who knows? Um... I just want to talk about Chris Evans for a little bit. Um, That's fine, because okay, I don't great. have too much else I want to talk about in this trailer. <laughs> um, okay. So this is Chris Evans' I think one of the first roles. I think this is like one or two, second, first or second uh, role after uh, Captain America. I think one of them was also a Netflix film, but we don't have to get into that. Um, so he's like playing a hardcore asshole where and I think that this trailer came out right after Endgame I want to yes. say so and everybody it, was, it was like, like what Chris Evans swearing <laughs> I know and that was me so he this was like the first movie he did so everyone every there was a scene where it's like eat shit you eat shit up your ass and everything yeah. everyone was just like stressed out because he was like what the fuck is going on and it was so it's like such a weird I mean it's credit to all due credit to him as an actor to be able to portray this like what we idealize Captain America as this like Steve Rogers Captain America as this goody two shoes type person obviously he's not and we can have a different you can listen to our other game discussions about about our feelings about what type of person Steve Rogers is Um, but it's so different and I mean he's done other films throughout his run as Captain America but since he's done with it, it's so nice and refreshing to see this actor just like change it up completely. Yes. Like and, to, and to be able to use like the total other like, end that of, like, he like range. has probably not used in like a decade, Long essentially time. since like not another team movie. Yeah, pretty much. No, mm, no, mm. no. What's it called? Fantastic Four. Yeah, Johnny Storm was probably was an asshole. So yeah, yeah absolutely. He was, an he was a toned down asshole, but he was definitely an asshole. Yeah. Um, I mean, just between this is like just an R-rated film where he can be a real asshole, r- real like punch in the gut. 
because he has like the cardigan sweater, which is just A plus. And then he has the trench coat, the scarf, which is like on every Greenwich man, essentially. It's true. And then what I, and he's like partnering the dogs, which really must have been a struggle for him since he, he, I think, loves dogs so much. I mean, he has one of his own that he posts on Twitter every so often. His name's Dodger, it's really cute. Um, but, and apparently he was like, the dogs were great. I put toys in, you know, my pockets and I played with them after. I'm like, <laughs> Chris Evans. And so I just want to give like, a, I think it like, it, it resonates so much, especially with the cast, because to me, when I'm watching it, I don't see like the celebrity behind a lot of these people, like Jamie Lee Curtis, Ricky Lindholm, um, a bit like, like Keith Stanfield, I do a little bit just because you know, he's like, again, the only black person so far in this trailer. But um, Michael Shannon also kind of holds back a bit. Daniel Craig is Daniel Craig. You can't get past the celebrity yeah. of him. But there are people in there that kind of do hide behind the characters, which I do think is very, very good. And I think that especially Chris Evans is asshole demeanor in this film. It really does such a plus for him. I think so, too, because if he was like a similar kind of like guy personality wise to Steve Rogers and everybody be like he's just like being like Steve yeah exactly like, the, so like a moral of, compass asshole, right, essentially right yeah. it's like kind of good that he's on that total opposite end of the yeah. spectrum it, it definitely brings a fresh air of relief kind of and it just like it kind of just like oh this is nothing new like you're bringing to the table to show that you are not to say you show that you're a versatile actor but to show like mass amounts of people that don't really follow your filmography, that you're a a versatile actor that can do this. Um, so this movie's like Clue, but it's not Clue. It's a murder mystery whodunit, which I feel like we haven't had one in a while. That's I, true. The Murder on the Orient Express, I'm not going to count it because of the fact that that was such a that was such an it was an adaption. It wasn't like a like a new right. one. Right. Um, I feel like the last one probably hasn't been since like at least the '90s, right? I don't know. This it is, is the also, one I can consciously remember. This is also, like, not the type of film I go for. Right. You know, so I'm not... You're not looking out for it. Right. done it. Right. No, not at all. Because I feel like... I mean, maybe, like, there was, like, the... All the Agatha Christie... Agatha... Agatha Christie <laughs> novels that have been, like, adapted. Right. But, like, I honestly maybe feel, like, mass-marketed towards theaters... Not yeah. so much like Amazon Prime or something. Right, right. Yeah. No, I think so too. Like, I can't remember any happening, but I also, like I said, this is not like my, this is not my genre of film. Yeah, exactly. Frozen 2. Frozen 2 is, is your my genre. genre. Um, I really liked Chris Evans' line, the CSI, CSI <laughs> KFC. <laughs> that was really funny. I want to... So Ryan Johnson, I feel like probably spent a lot of time on the script because it is a murder mystery. You kind of have to work backwards sometimes yeah. with a script like this, especially to kind of piece everything together. So I feel like the humor is going to be there and I feel like it's going to be not so much subtle, but it's going to be like ever present throughout the film. Yeah. Because it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It there was a quote where Jamie Lee Curtis is like, Oh, like, they were like, oh, did you enjoy the party? And she was like, yeah. Up Where until, he died? Up until he yeah. died, absolutely. It was like, funny. Um, so I feel like it's going to have this camaraderie throughout the film. Yeah. I'm just worried that it's going to be really confusing for me. Because every time I, like, go yeah. to these types of films, I'm like, oh, this is so great, and I can't follow it. Granted, that's more of a personal thing. But also, like, if people, if anybody can't follow it, that's still not good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like you're supposed to, like, I saw Murder on the Orient Express. I couldn't fucking follow that for shit. And that was, it's probably, like, your most standard thing. And I guess maybe that is, it, that is a bad movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> so that like does not do a good job in explaining this story <laughs> well so i'm but the, from this trailer it's not really looking like this is going to explain it very well either no i mean granted, I mean, this is like a first trailer and so granted, just, trailers do not give you anything you at really all need but um i was like i don't know i feel yeah i don't know it could be amazing it could be just entirely confusing and like kind of like what's the point of this right because right now, there, like, from me watching no it, point. I was like, it doesn't really look that good. It looks 
fine. It looks like you're good. Like, the only reason I would want to see this is to watch Chris Evans be silly. Right. But like, there's I, nothing else. There's to this nothing film. else. Grounded. Like I don't want to. I, I don't care who killed him. I don't <laughs> care what happened. Right. And I feel like I'll. I would literally just go see this. For Chris Evans, for Chris I mean, Evans which is um, like from me. From you, that's a lot. It's just because I really, th- I think it'll be funny to watch him play a comedic character, asshole. like an asshole character um, that you just don't see anymore. But and I think that'll be funny. But I feel like that won't even hold my attention through the thing. I'll be like, I on mean, my phone. we've been saying regarding like mid-budget comedies, mid-budget films, like how there's really not many of them anymore. And I feel like this kind of falls into that category. Of yeah. a, granted, there is a lot of high-paid actors probably here. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this is kind of falls into that mid-budget film where you know, like Night School or um, uh, Hustlers, or you know, those types of films that we don't uh, only starting to really see again after right. the whole superhero boom and blockbuster boom that we yeah. have throughout yeah. the past five to ten years. I feel like films like these are starting to just kind of peak out again because we died down with the superhero films for now at least. And I feel like it's starting to churn again because we have these writers again. There's not, I don't know that the what's going on. If there is another writer's strike coming, I don't think so because these films are coming out like this. There's less sequels coming out, I feel like. I, I mean, don't know. That's, that's hard to say. There's it's so hard many to say. There's so there. many sequels. There's so many like reboots. But I've been seeing more non-sequel, non-life action reboot type thing, just on the marquee mm-hmm. at least. So, I mean, like there was a new, um, who was the Tatiana Maslany's uh, Danny from Orphan Black. His name is Christian. Johnny? Yeah. What's Christian Brune. Christian Brune. So he had a mid-budget horror film that came out. Um, recently that was in theaters I mean I mean which I don't know how it did but it was a original film you know there's a new Chadwick Boseman film 21 Bridges granted probably not good but it's still a mid-budget action film that's coming out that's coming out that's true so I feel like it's it's starting to sneak back in lately you know especially with the whole hopefully we'll see we'll see but it's my second rant for today and that was an episode of Kelsey's Rants. And that was an episode of Too Many Trailers. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody goes on a rant. <laughs> um, you have any more notes or? A note. No, okay. Um, <laughs> I had one note that was like really good and it was like the, the cold opening but then the switch to the humor and how it switched the tone. And that was my only like really good note about this. Fine. All right. Well, Marianne, will you be seeing this movie in VOD or theaters, Netflix? Someday, if on YouTube they're like best Chris Evans scenes from that, I'll be like, click. Let me just get through this, and it'll be like seven minutes, and then I'll be like, all right, I feel satisfied. Thank you. I. How about you, Kelsey? (laughs) I actually might be seeing this on Thanksgiving, depending on if the movie theater is out um, or the movie theater is open. Not out. Uh, Granted, we don't know if a movie theater can come out. It's a building. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I fucking love that. That was hysterical. Um, That's good. But if the movie theater is open, I will most likely be seeing this with my family. Um, is your family interested in seeing this, or are you tr- yeah. taking them? No, my mom was like, do you want to see like Knives Out? I'm like, yes! I mean, I'm interested in the seeing nonetheless. We did see uh, Murder in the Orient Express together, which was another like holiday murder mystery type film. We did see the Runaway Train film together with Liam Neeson. I forgot what that was. Yeah. There, yeah, it's a... You guys watch too many things that I would yeah. never watch. <laughs> it's our family! It's okay. All right. So, uh, great discussion again. I think so. And you know what? Great songwriting. Great songwriting, Marianne. All credit due to you, I feel no, like. I don't think so. That was like, that was a, like, 50, I was 50. like, I have one line and Kelsey was like, let's write a fucking song. I was like, boom. All right, let's do it. All right, so let's do some business then. How All right, let's that? do a little business. All right, so if you would like to catch up with us uh, every other week, uh, we do put out episodes every other week on iTunes, Overcast, Anchor, our wonderful sponsor, Anchor. Uh, Spotify, and there are some other uh, Google Play Play as well, and there are some other uh, links that we put out uh, every other week uh, with that. 
Yeah. Uh, you can catch us there. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Rate us five stars. It increases our visibility. Shout out to that one person or, you know, however many people that listened the past week. Um, who, like, listened through our entire library. Yeah. Like, that's Shout commitment. Where did you drive? <laughs> How are your ears? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Sometimes <laughs> I yell. Um, so thank you to you. Uh, and if you would like those notifications of when we put out new episodes and all that, um, other than subscribing, you can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Too Many Trailers. That's T-W-O, Many Trailers. Um, you can always let us know if you want a trailer covered, yeah. thoughts and feelings about the episode. Yeah. We make funny things on Instagram. You should all we follow us. We do great memes. We do. Kelsey and I do a great meme. Uh, <laughs> if you want to contact us on uh, through Gmail, uh, you can email us at too many trailers at gmail.com. That's T W O many trailers at gmail.com. You can email us. I mean, about whatever you want and just make it nice. Um, or if you have do, any questions yeah. regarding like Frozen 2 or Knives Out. Do you know why they have literal Knives Out in Knives Out? Yeah, give us the deeds. We need them. We, we need to know. We um, need to we know. We need to know. Um, I also want to do, before we end, I want to do a little, small little corrections corner because it's been okay. bugging me the past two weeks okay. uh, about something I said about Charlie's Angels, the original. So okay. uh, I did say... The original film or the original series? Film with Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz, and Drew Barrymore. I do want to say um, that their Cameron Diaz does have a lot of privilege in terms of her passing as a uh, as white, a white person. Yes, and that's I feel like because we're like, oh, she's an Latinx person, which she is, and I'm not going to deny yes. her identity. But however, she is very white passing. It is true. And when people um, when you tell people that she's Latinx, they're always like, what? Yeah, because I remember I was like, oh, I didn't know that she was Latinx. So I do want to say that you know, even though the diversity is there. Um, Cameron Diaz is very white passing, yes. um, and so it does kind of, it does look like that there is only one person of color, two people of color within the film. So I just wanted to clarify that comment I made because I felt, I just felt was like, ah, oh, that kind of sounds really shitty because <laughs> she is yeah. a very white passing uh, right. Latina That's person. Um, all right. So with that, uh, should we just say our parting words? Yeah. All right. Don't judge movies by their trailers. Leave that up to us. Uh, have a great one ever. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.